I once read a best-selling novel called Love in the Time of Cholera. Set at the end of the 19th century, the story centers on Florentino and Fermina, who fall in love in their youth, but are kept apart for many years, although they continue to correspond. When they finally reunite, Fermina realizes that her relationship with Florentino was nothing but a dream, since they are practically strangers. These days, many of us are experiencing something similar. Restricted love and disillusionment, amplified by a pandemic, which is why I thought it might be a good idea to write my own book, called Love in the Time of, not Cholera, but Corona. Cholera, a nasty, infectious disease, has a dual meaning in Spanish. The word can also refer to passion or human rage. These emotions can emerge from love and suffering, which are also interconnected. It is undeniable that Corona has increased suffering by making love and relationships more difficult than ever. We have to endure solitude separated from our loved ones. Like the lovers in the book, we rely over a century later, not on telegraphs like they did, but digital apps to communicate. But how real is a connection when it is made continuously from a distance? In the book, Fermina and Florentino ended their engagement. Will we be left disengaged with those who are dearest to us after such long periods of time apart? Will we feel estranged and disenchanted with the idea of love as they did when this pandemic is finally over? Love in the time of Corona sounds like a satire, but it would offer a deep and honest reflection of our world today. A world where, paradoxically, it is easier than ever before to connect online, but harder than ever to connect in person. Love and relationships are a challenge, no matter what, even at the best of times. But during a full-blown pandemic, they are at their most challenging. Not being able to be near someone you love and show them affection is something that a lot of us have had to get used to this year. Limited in our actions and movements, we have to consider more carefully who we spend time with. But does isolation remind us of who we miss most and make us more appreciative of them? Or does it have the opposite effect? Does distance make the heart grow fonder, as they say? Or is it more a case of out of sight, out of mind? More questions are raised than answered. But I ask you this today. Will these difficult times tear us apart? Or can we learn to appreciate love's true value, even through its absence? What do you think? The good news is that love is an abstract thing, an emotion which can exist and be felt even without proximity to others. So, perhaps it will not be as affected as we think by social distancing. I believe it is likely to overcome such obstacles, especially if it is true love, the kind that withstand the test of time. You can distinguish it because it will not hide behind the mask of modernity or crumble under the pressure of a pandemic. Real love endures no matter what. And let's not forget that although love can come in many forms, most would agree that the type of love affected by the grips of corona is romantic love, especially if you are single. Welcome to Dating 2020. Some continue their dating adventures as before, 
boldly meeting people in person. Others try online dating to search for love interests, spending more time communicating virtually. Then there are the most cautious who can't fathom the idea of searching for love during a pandemic. For them, dating in the time of Corona is a risk they could do without. So romance is put on hold indefinitely, or in some cases, abandoned completely. So what to do in the meantime? We put up barriers to protect ourselves. While medical experts tell us the only barrier we should open is a window to let in the fresh air for our health. But are we letting love slip out the window in the process? Will we be left truly alone when this virus is finally eradicated? Maybe being alone is okay though, regardless of whether we experience love or not. Let me rephrase this. Maybe we should be okay with being alone. The wise poet Osho discussed this in his philosophical book called Ecstasy, the Forgotten Language. He distinguished being alone and being lonely as two entirely separate things, which often get confused. Being alone is good for us. Being lonely is not. Being lonely can affect us whether we are alone or not. But being alone doesn't mean you are lonely. Perhaps this is our challenge, to learn to be alone and not feel lonely. We may have to get used to this. We may crave the physical sensation of love that we are deprived of during these testing times. But on the flip side, we can make it our goal to take this time apart to look in the mirror at our own reflection and learn how to love ourselves better. Only then can we truly and unconditionally love others. I used to think life is a test, love is the reward. But what if it is the other way round? What if love is the test? And if you pass, if you manage to love purely and unconditionally through the hardest of times, a good life is your reward. Perhaps it is only by accepting our suffering that we can genuinely appreciate the essence of love. And will love survive this pandemic? I remain an optimist. To conclude, I posed you a question earlier. Can we learn to appreciate the true value of love even in its absence? I believe so. Unlike Fermina and Florentino's tragic love story, my book, Love in the Time of Corona, would show us that through suffering silently, separately, in solitude, we will evolve, and so will our love.